you want to check us out on all of our social media platforms on twitter at tinfoilhatcast reddit.com backslash r backslash tinfoil hat show on instagram at tinfoil hat pod or all comedy t-shirts.com email us at tinfoil hat pod at gmail.com here we go again tinfoil hat for the children we teach the children you know what i mean, you know what I mean? welcome do you want to bring this to you like this, Mr. Sam? Young Christian. And that way you don't have to strain it all. Young Christian warriors. Is anybody else real Christian? No. Okay. Yeah, it was. Are you Christian? Oh, man. I oh, was, God. Uh, Are you? Uh, no, I grew up in uh, the Seventh-day Adventist Church, though. Oh, yeah. What, what is that? That's uh, Mormons or that's uh, knocking Get on the right doors? right up on that, George, yeah. Uh, it's uh, Christians who remember that Jesus was uh, Jewish. Oh, so trying to get back to the roots of Christianity. So it's Jews, for, it's it's Christians for Jewish Jesus. Yeah, it's wild. That's mm. great. You got what's the main differences? Uh, you got to believe in all the Jewish laws. So uh, you worship on Saturday. Okay. Ah. So you can't watch any college football. Oh snap! No Saturday morning cartoons. Oh. And then also, uh, you have to wa- do all the uh, Jewish uh, dietary laws. No shellfish. Do you get no any bacon. of the handshakes that help you in Hollywood? Nope. None of the handshakes. Not looking like this, man. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, man. He looks like he's from Argentina. I got a a buddy of mine that can beat you because he follows what he says is the Christianity. We've actually had him on the show before. Goes by El Dorado. He follows Christianity that he says that's the way Jesus did it. And they celebrate on Fridays. No, that's not... he like it starts Friday <laughs> night and it goes. Oh to yeah, Saturday. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. That's the same. No. Yeah, that's the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Friday sundown Friday. Yeah. So like you, yeah, okay. So you, my guys, have the same thing. It's very yep. interesting. Like what he religion came is on, he? He's Christian, but he, hmm. you know, he came on. He talked about the lost tribes of Israel. Yeah, and how like. Dude, he broke down all this shit about this, like, uh, this is all end of days, like, fucking, like, rapture shit going on in the Middle East. And then as you see it start playing out, you're like, oh, fuck. He's, like, completely right. Like, like there's this whole thing that just came out that, like, Germany is giving Iran, like, $600 million or $600 billion. And, like, he was like, here's yeah. how it's going to break down, dude. Like, England... The United States and Israel are the lost tribes. EU, with being led by Germany, are the pagans, and that's going to be the war. And now you see, like, Germany sending, like, uh, <laughs> Iran all this money. You're like, oh, dude, he predicted the EU. He, pre- like, all this crazy stuff. You know, it's like, it's, I love to learn about all that stuff. Like, yeah. I love to hear what people believe. The well never ends. Or do mm-hmm. you believe it? Or is it just something that you as a child were indoctrinated in and then later on was like, okay, I'm going to love it because it's my tradition, but I'm not going to sit hard on it. No, I kind of went out of the church at like uh, college, but I still like if I'd ever talk to a Christian and they're like talking about whatever they're like, I'm like, no, that's not what the Bible says. I'll still correct them. And then they're like, 
He's very so, Bible. Like, yeah. what's in the Bible? I'll, 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 I think I'm correct. And then I'm like, but I don't really believe it. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's just will, a, a natural reaction. Yeah. I find that so interesting. Have yeah. we even introduced our guests? Or are we going well, full I'm, church what's happening I'm now? trying to do <laughs> Ryan likes to just go into the conversation. Uh, you've seen him as the man uh, who makes, who puts it all together, that coordinates some of the best podcasts out there by people who've been on this podcast, this Patreon, a regular one. Uh, he is he works on Tiger Belly. He works on the Stevie Weeby show. He has a couple other shows I'd love to hear more about. Uh, please welcome one of the nicest guys I know and a uh, a powerhouse in the world of podcasting, <laughs> our good friend, George Kimmel. Thank you, guys. How's it going? Thanks for coming on, yeah. dude. Sometimes I think I say stuff to you in fun, and then I, I hurt your feelings, and I feel Come bad. Come on. I, I work with Bobby Lee. Like, okay. There's no okay. way to hurt my feelings. I, it's a choice. Oh, Sam, you know? you're, not, you're not aware what people yell out uh, in the middle of crowded rooms. Uh, maybe you should tell them, George. Uh, George has a pink dick is the popular <laughs> refrain. Bobby hates hearing it when he's like uh, in the middle of a joke. Oh, that's why Dave Chappelle went nuts. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Instead of I'm rich bitch, Bobby yeah. Lee's is George has a pink dick. Does that Robin have a pink dick? It's a healthy dick. Yeah. 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 Why? Oh, because they got the, the, the fucking Asian dicks. They yeah, get yeah. Very it was, sensitive about their it was dicks. An early, it was an early, uh, like one of my first, uh, first episodes on. It was kind of a- And he made you show it? No, it was just a secret- uh, well, I have sent him a dick pic just be, to get him back for Tell every time him that story. Okay, because this might be a Me Too moment. You might be the very first Me Too uh, moment in Hollywood that I heard of. Uh, have you ever gotten an unsolicited dick pic? Um, I don't think so. But yeah, uh, I, yeah, actually, like a, a friend of mine, Steve Randolph, has done that to me. He added me into this text thread that was, it's a very uncomfortable text mm -hmm. thread. I like, I don't want it. So multiple people got the dick pic. Though. Yes. Okay. So imagine if you just sent just your dick pic to just one person. Is that a little aggressive? Because that's what Mr. George Kimmel did to Bobby Lee, and I respect him for it. Okay. So you went hard with a dick pic. At <laughs> okay. Him. It was more of a tasteful nude, but yes, uh, New Year's what do you last mean it's year. It's a tasteful nude. Ooh, I was out. just out at the desert at some hot springs and uh, took a few tasteful nudes, and I sent Bobby one, and he. Uh, he didn't appreciate it. He did not appreciate it. I, what is the difference between untasteful like dick pic and a tasteful dick pic? Is well, it hang? Is it like more? I think. Uh, <laughs> no, this was more like a beautiful desert scenario. So I wanted to like make the background as much as uh, as important that. to the photo as me. I but a, I was completely nude. I knew artistic. people were trying to create an app that would put like your dick in like wonderful different backgrounds. I don't know why dudes send dick. I can get it in this one. You mm -hmm. now, why did you send it? Um, I've seen his penis a few times, and I was like, "It's uh, we need to, I need to even out the power structure here." I like it. You know, That's so a move. would you say that this moment was let's 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 use prison as an analogy? You were having this moment where it's like this guy's letting everybody know in the prison that you're a bitch, and you're like, you know what? Not today, homeboy. Not today. I don't care if you're in a Yakuza or whatever Asian mafia is running this prison. Today, I fight back. And you just sent him a fucking pink dick. I'm always going to find a way to win. And you but I'm not going to disrespect him in front of other people, you know? It was just to him to let him know hey. I can hang. Hey. But nobody else, I'm not going to... More of this if you want some? <laughs> yeah. I respect the fuck out of that, dude. <laughs> How do you keep your sanity, man? What does George do when you're not dealing with uh, two very... Very awesome Lee brothers, I would say. Oh, I love those guys, but yeah, it's the nocturnalness is the worst part. Oh, were you not a? You didn't go to? You weren't a vampire Man, before this, dude. I I tried to go a vampire once on a vacation, and I 
I uh, good was I was in Mexico over the summer and then I ate some bad uh, cocaine, bad tacos, and like got <laughs> sick and couldn't do it anymore. Uh, but no, my parents are farmers from Michigan. I'm oh. used to if you don't like get up at six a.m. and have five things done before noon, yeah. you're not doing anything. Yeah. I have to choose three questions max. Yeah. Probably will get an answer to one or two, and I have to wait till four or after to ask them. Oh, really? Yeah. Just go to work. And then... There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But then you hang out with some Asian vampires, <laughs> right? Yep. And then fucking... And now Asian vampires, they're different because their fangs are on the bottom, right? Yeah. And they yeah. come up. <laughs> almost like a uh, like a bulldog type. That's what makes the Asian vampire yep. different than the, the fucking top shelf white vampire. Okay, so five. So we're doing our next, our first Northeast one, mm -hmm. which is excitingly at Skankfest in uh, New York City in Brooklyn. Actually, we're going to be in Brooklyn, oh. and I think we're either the three or four four time slot. So I have, we haven't even thought about what we're going to talk about. Well, it's fun. We're going to you know who Tim Dillon is. Tim yeah. Dillon is going to help. Yeah, we're lucky. Uh, he's going to be our guest, and with him, you just can roll. And he's been talking about some very interesting shit that actually kind of bleeds over to the Stevie Weeby side of things. Is he? He's a normal quote unquote conspiracy theorist. He's actually interviewed former CIA agents. Like he's kind of more towards the legitimate side of things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but he did talk about recently that back in the day he fell down the reptilian hole Ooh. and he got into Credo Mutwa. And he was like, when you get there, you can fall down it and there's no light at the end of that tunnel. You and and he's like, it's very exciting, but at the same time Is there no light, does that mean like they're just gets like you can't find the thing that gives you an out which reminds me I, and i wanted to get into it this guy doesn't look like it but he was at dodger stadium last night and you know who was there it wasn't cholos no it was uh, the grateful dead yeah hell yeah so, so were you melting by any chance um i was half melting yeah <laughs> was it go. hot or was that meaning acid and shrooms which melt are we talking about this um, that's on this show both and oh, good. <laughs> oh, yeah. if you ever need shrooms let us know we'd love to help that's kind of what we do here. We're right. kind of helping people. Was that your first time seeing the dead? Uh, I'd actually seen him when I was, I think, seven, my first concert. What? Your but, parents? Yeah, my dad loves, like, my dad always goes to Dylan, the dead, anything like that. Like, we we will drive, like, that was like six hours to get to them. But So you're one of the rare ones that actually are into what your dad's into. Because usually I've found out in the past that people have, if you have a hippie dad, then you usually yeah. turn into a cokehead or something, you know? Well, he's fairly, like, my dad's fairly square, but he loves, like, all the heavy music. Well, the cool thing about the dead is what people don't know is it's real, like, outlaw Americana. A lot of it's, yeah. like, talking about the railroad and cowboy days and, and like, robbing stagecoaches, even though they look like basically a tree made love with, like, uh, you know, a corduroy vest or something. Well, I mean, like, I was talking to my friends because uh, some of my girlfriend's nieces and uh, nephew-in-laws went there yeah and i was like did you guys do shrooms and they're like because i don't give a shit like grandma's mm -hmm. sitting there i'm like yeah. do you guys shroom or what they're like yeah we did a little <laughs> i'm like i think she gives a fuck man it's just like so they did molly which to me is just not that molly's night like mm -hmm. maybe i'm wrong you want to do it dude i got some after the sh podcast i can't <laughs> no it's you haven't done it no Okay, I was at Burning Man, and it was like in some tent with some guy named MacGyver with like, uh, you know, a trench coat on. And That's see, how every story should yep. start. And he says, hey, uh, you want to do some DMT? And I'm like, I don't even know what that is. So that's So yes. sure. Yeah. yeah. So I take one hit, 
and I just kind of lean back and like look at the like the ceiling of the tent and the whole mysteries of the universe like open up. It's like legions of monsters fighting each other and like it's like I see all the history of the universe it seems. And then I start to come to probably 15 20 minutes later it seems like so much longer. And my hand is up this girl's shirt. And she's holding it on her breast and I kind of hear her friend saying, "Hey, uh hey Candy, you're married. You shouldn't be doing that." And she's like, "No, but I want to." And she's just holding my hand on her breast, but I'm slowly starting to come to and I'm like, "How long can I pretend to be high on DMT and let this continue before they know I'm just actually in the moment?" But I've never been on DMT before, so I have no idea how to pretend to be on DMT. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then finally I like come to and her friends like she walks away. And then I'm still like kind of in a DMT haze and I'm trying to send her mind waves to like, hey, meet me outside the tent. You live dangerously, and, homeboy. And none of those worked. <laughs> no, I got me too'd, my friend. That yeah. was my me too moment. Holy. And it's <laughs> And that's why you me too'd Bobby Lee, because as victims we lash out. That's why. You were gonna be the AIDS comic. I right? was gonna be the king oh, of that'd AIDS. Be hot, yeah. King of AIDS. Yeah. Like Moses was to the Jews, I'll be the king of the AIDS. <laughs> and I'll just bring them to salvation. Hey, so maybe we can get you involved, uh, you know, friend of the show, brother from another mother. He's been on uh, Steve Weeby, Eddie Bravo, 10th Plant Jiu-Jitsu. I know uh, Steve needs to work out some of that energy. <laughs> you should do it. And, man, I want to get uh, Bobby healthy, dude. I want to oh, keep yeah. him around another Why, 70 What's wrong years. with Bobby? He's a, well, Asians are like blacks. They don't crack, and then they fall right off the cliff, like, one day. So heart disease and all that good stuff, we got to get him a little more healthy. we got to just drop a couple LBs. That's all. And, you know, rolling around. He's got wrestling background. I guarantee you. His, his girl's hot. He's doing fine. <laughs> she likes that. Weird, like, not dad bod, more like a sensei bod or ninja bod or whatever. Would be the Asian version of that. You, but you rolled with guys. I, you, I imagine him being a very fierce dude to roll with. Like, Who, Bobby? Yeah. And Steve. I bet you Steve is scrappy. Dude. I think Steve oh, it's probably. All, yeah, they're always, it's always scary. Like, you don't think of them as like a... That and then you get the, you see them in the stance and you're like these guys could probably do they wrestle, wrestle each me? other? Um, I haven't seen. I've only seen it. Uh, have you, did you guys ever watch DVD ISA? Yeah, it's the old podcast. Mm -hmm. So like, there's one moment where uh, Dave Cho, like Steve was uh kind of working for him at the time, and Dave was like, hey, yeah, you got to wrestle me to keep your job. And Steve just like the nice Steve, like it's in this white room. You see his face suddenly go red. Yeah, and Dave's probably got. 50 pounds on him at least mm -hmm. as soon as it starts like you know steve's face goes red as soon as it starts th dave has no chance you know if you just like look at both of these people it's yeah. like yeah dave would beat this guy in a for sure. wrestling match for sure hands for down sure. no 15 seconds steve has him down like leg over like just no chance of moving he's like okay you, you say uncle do i get my job you know, if you listen to my act, I talk about the guy who has narcolepsy, who like if he laughs too hard, he falls asleep. Mm -hmm. Well, he just got his dr driver's permit and he wants to drive me to fucking class tomorrow. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, dude, you laugh anything. We're going to fucking eat concrete. I like that there's so much bleed over in, from uh, Tiger Belly and Stevie, especially Stevie Weeby show, because I noticed you guys had two mechs on. Yep. And how was that? Oh, great. Yeah. It was a good He's episode. He's a good dude. Yeah. He's a real cool dude, man. And uh, he was hitting me up. He was like, dude, I get to hit up so often now from the, about people that 
discovered me through Steve Weeby show and through tinfoil. It's like, we're a big expanding family. So man, I just want to, I want to put it out to you that we got to kind of join forces more often. So. Oh yeah. Sexually. He means like yeah. docker dicks, Let's docker <laughs> dicks, <laughs> whatever it takes, whatever that. it takes, man. I want to see that pink dick. Why so not? we should start doing a little more on location stuff and getting, I know how Can hard so it is. look into that place, that <laughs> hotel, the medium lady said she would come. Is, are they taking reservations? Or are they doing? Are they refurbishing it? Well, right now they're refurbishing it, but we'll, that's I'll I'll get our way in there. I'm good at talking my way into things. I'm kind of like what uh, are you going to tell me? Your health inspector? I'm like Fletch, basically. Like I can like walk into a place, <laughs> and if I have a clipboard, I can get some shit done. And how you look they, right in flannel pants, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah. How come they never remade Fletch? It's like you don't want them to, but you kind of do. I, by the way, I think every remake should be with Ryan Ryan Reynolds. Anybody else think that? So tell everyone where they can find George and where they can find uh, your Tinder and your. Are you Lana. on Tinder, dude? I'm on all of them. What kind of dating? How's dating been? Um, a lot of hard work, man. I just hate texting, so I just uh, try to go on a date as soon as possible, and then it's just a lot of like, okay, I should have texted you a little more to get to know you. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm too particular. Well, you know, when he went to South America, uh, he was a mob of people. They recognized him from Ocean's Eleven and Ocean's Twelve, right? And Fight Club. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. So th- he was mistaken as Brad Pitt. Went, Fuck what, what, yeah! What yeah. Bang? No, that was uh, once in Argentina. I was like, uh, yeah, I was walking through a mall, and there were these teeny boppers girls like just staring at me. And then I like turned around, I walked back, and then one of them just really shy walks up to me like, "Hey, can I have your autograph?" I'm like, "Sure." And I just like start to sign my name and like, who do you think I am? But like, it took me like writing George. And then I'm like, why would anybody want George's autograph? She's like, uh, Brad Pitt. You should have been and like, yeah, like, hey. Brad Pitt. You got a hot mom. Was the rest of that signature pink dick? Was that going to be happening? This there? was a long time back. And the worst part of that story is nobody ever believes me that it's true. Whatever I tell it. And it's like, I Whatever ego boost I got from the initial uh, actually oh, yeah. happening, guys, yeah, has been just eroded by everybody being like, no, there's George, no I way. believe you. Thank you. I believe My you. My ego is slowly growing <laughs> back Have you ever again. thought about meeting women from Latin America? Like, you can go down there and get, like, an LA-11 who thinks you're the greatest thing that ever existed. Oh, I lived at a uh, first year of college, was in Argentina, definitely. Like, if I didn't have weekly responsibilities on these podcasts, I'd be back there right now. Can you? Is there a website where you could date women looking to just simply marry somebody? Uh, I haven't found it yet, but if anybody shoot me a <laughs> shoot me some information, if anybody finds this, even a live yeah. one, a live swap cast oh, yeah. somewhere. Absolutely, George. We, we I should up the ice house and do a a, a pod uh, another conspiracy night, and you guys do all the like archon shit. You should do a set in the show. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Let's set it up. I'll hit them up again. Tell everyone where they can find all your social media, everything. Um, let's do your main two shows. Check out Tiger Belly YouTube podcast. Check out Stevie Weeby YouTube and podcast. That's S D E E B W E E B E E. I spell the first one right. Who knows? <laughs> All E's in there. Uh, I'm on Instagram at George underscore Kimmel, oh. and that's all you need to know, I guess. George, you're a G. Yeah. You're a wonderful person. It's Thank you guys so much. This has been you. so much fun. Yeah. Uh you'll get two. You always. We always try to get you at least one a week. If we miss, we get another one. Oh, yeah. And we're going to try to work on some other stuff, and we're just going to keep trying to build it because it should be fun. You got it. You guys are the best. Again, George, thanks for coming on, and we'll do it again soon. See you NYC. <laughs> Here we go again. Tin foil hat for the children. We teach the children. You know what I mean? You know what I mean?